Hey everyone, welcome back to Bible Q&A. I'm your friend and Wedderwan Norman. We're going to talk about poverty under the caption, Can a Christian be poor? So to answer this question, we first of all have to understand that there are two different ways to look at poverty. If you look at it from the world's perspective, right, there's what people call the international poverty line. I think at this point, $1 or 90 cents, something like that. So someone who has less than that to have to eat with and so on per day is considered poor. Also, not having shelter, not being able to see a doctor, being illiterate, like not being educated, not having a steady income and so on. Those things are what we use to rate physical poverty. Now, the Bible talks a lot about God uplifting people from poverty, right? For example, Hannah once said, He raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill, to set them among princes, and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he hath set the world upon them. That's for Samuel chapter 2, verse 8. The psalmist also stated, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him, out of all his troubles. Psalm 34, verse 6. But some of the people who we know God was with were quite poor. Look at Elijah. He was sleeping in caves and drinking from rivers and being fed by ravens, according to 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 1-6. to He of all people would have been uplifted from poverty. Jesus Christ, too, was not wealthy by any physical standard when he lived on earth. So, if that's the case, what kind of poverty does God want to uplift people from? It's a spiritual poverty, a poverty in our hearts. It is when we don't know God and we acknowledge that spiritual insufficiency and we feel like we need him in our lives. We desperately want to build a relationship with him and get close to him because it will allow us to gain his riches, which include his wisdom, spiritual vision, and eternal life. This hunger, this need, is what Christ called being poor in spirit in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. An example in the Bible of someone who was in this condition is King Solomon. Being a king, it was his responsibility to rule his people righteously. But he acknowledged the fact that he didn't have wisdom or understanding. He said, I am but a child. I know not how to go out or to come in. So that is poverty in a spiritual sense. And Solomon convinced himself that he was in that condition. So rather than asking for money, a bigger empire, or any ephemeral thing, he asked for wisdom. And God blessed him with more wisdom than anyone else had, according to 1 Kings chapter 4, verses 29 and 30. Such riches like the wisdom of God are not carnal or ephemeral. They're not like money or vanities that fade out or become irrelevant over time, as John said in 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. They are spiritual and enduring, if you read Proverbs chapter 8, verse 18. Because the future world of everlasting life and peace, according to Isaiah chapter 65, verses 17 to 25, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, and Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 to 5, is based on things like the knowledge of God and righteousness. To not have hope of such rewards, like eternal life, is poverty before God. Even if we are rich in this world, if we don't have the knowledge of God and hope of eternal life, then we are spiritually poor. In Luke chapter 12, verses 15 to 21, Jesus spoke about a rich man with so many goods, and he began to think about what he would do with all of them. Physically, he was very wealthy, but he didn't know God. And so when God told him that he would die that night, he became helpless. 
Jesus concluded the parable by saying, So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. You can also read Revelation chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. On the other hand, if we understand the will of God and we follow it, then we become like very rich people because eternal life, the greatest form of riches we can attain, is there for us, according to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 19. Christ also said in Luke chapter 16, verse 9, Make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness, that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. The friends he was telling us to make were himself, Jesus Christ, and God Almighty, and he was saying that we should use things like money to develop a relationship with God so that when things like money become irrelevant, because in the world to come, there's, no, there's not going to be any economy or, or politics or anything like that. So when such things fade out, they will remember how you were faithful and righteous even when such things were there and you used it to serve God properly. So they will remember you and bring you into that everlasting world. So this spiritual poverty that we're talking about is the kind that God wants to uplift people from. Remember, he gave up his only begotten son to help us attain such wealth. Concerning this grace, Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Christ came down to this world to give his life in order to uplift us from that state where we have to die or we don't know God and all that. He spent much of his time preaching the gospel, which satisfied the hunger of those who earnestly desired to be taught the truth of God. In Luke chapter 4 verses 18 and 19, he used a statement of Isaiah the prophet to explain this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Those poor, not necessarily physically poor people. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He also paid the ransom, which gives us the opportunity to be delivered from death and suffering by believing in him and his words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John chapter 3 verse 16. So if we lack wisdom, understanding, or we don't think we're close to God, then we become poor by acknowledging that need and praying to God to help us. And God won't forsake us. No, when he notices such poverty, he will lift us out of it by supplying us with knowledge and understanding. King Solomon once said, my son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 and verses 4 to 6. God also said to the psalmist, Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. That is Psalm 81, verse 10. And I think that is where we can stop by answering the question, can a Christian be poor? Biblically, poverty is quite different from physical poverty. Spiritual poverty is an inner kind of poverty, a need we have for God and His wisdom and His things. And when God notices that poverty, He will show His grace to us. Because it's like, hmm, 
This person likes my things, so let me bless him with my riches. Have a good day, and God bless you. Oh, one more thing. Like what you heard today? Share your thoughts by using the link https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback. It might appear in an episode.